0: Bonjour. welcome Bienvenue. I
1: wish I, Bienvenue. I say be oh, Fuck, I knew that too that's the fucking that's the sign going into New Hampshire Bienvenue. Bienvenue. Uh, Um, shit is it 65 uh, nope six yep shit dude episode 66 uh, Mariola New. hey how are you doing <laughs> hey super mario how are you doing um this is the sunday conversation podcast presented by loyalty liquors hosted by aaron taylor myself ben shanenberger and uh it's super mario day and not nintendo super mario we're talking fucking super mario
0: could have been the greatest hockey player of all time. Could have been statistically the greatest hockey player of all time. Had he not People cancer forget. and People, got people injured. don't even
1: realize. I mean, like, the guy was just a magician. Just a magician. I'm, imagine being 6'5 and having hands like fucking I would, like I would just you, take, unimaginable hands. I would just take, six, five. Would just take six, Yeah, no, five. no shit. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding, right? It's like um, great dude, though. I don't even know how the fuck we're on talking Mario and you
0: because it's episode um, sixty six.
1: No, I know, but like you know, it's kind of I dragged it on here. That's our thing, Close Ben. It. Um, how was your week, bro? Uh,
0: my week was um was good. Uh you know, short short work week. Hold on, just on the just while we're finishing up Mario talk. So he had eleven. 1134 less points than Gretzky, but he he played 572 games less.
1: Well, I was going to say, how many games did Gretter have? Six or 1487. 1487. And he had, and Mario only played like nine, what, 950 or something? 915. 915, and he had a thousand fucking goals. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> um, Holy Christ.
0: Yeah, it's just a different, different game. Uh, Anyways, back to the uh, topic at hand. My, uh, my week was good. Um, You know, it was a little bit of a shorter work week, obviously, because of Memorial Day, which was nice. Um, I did my good deed for the week on Monday, I I rescued a, uh, a lost dog at the park, which by rescued, I mean, there was just a dog that was loose at the park that just decided to follow Sasha and I for like four miles and just hung out with us for four miles. And then, I called his what own heard, <laughs> what came
1: of
0: dog. I don't know. He was like uh he looked like some kind of like border collie shepherd mix, super fucking smart dog. You could just tell. You know how like you know dogs, like those like really like almost like high-energy, like twitchy dogs, like they're always kind of twitching around and looking at shit. Those dogs are always the smartest. This dog <sighs> was smart as fuck. Um then uh Wednesday we had uh we had uh, uh Dr. Fauci's emails released, which I'm sure we'll talk about at some point uh and then yeah overall you know good week though really good week how about you pal how was your week
1: um same here week was great got some uh got some things cooking up here in jackson in terms of a couple fence jobs um i'd gotten my new bicycle and that's right it's now in the shop for the second time because (laughs) the the rear shock is fucked up so that's a little bit of a buzzkill um it's never fun spending an absurd amount of money on a bicycle and then having it's it go break. in the shop just <laughs> d- days after you get it. Uh, but, but it's all good. Um, shit, the weather's been fucking tremendously beautiful here in Jackson. Um, what are we talking temperature-wise? Oh, like 80s and oh, wow. no clouds. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful uh, Saturday morning today here um that made no sense today here um but uh <laughs> i was gonna say the sun's not even up how about that what she's but be- she's behind a mountain over there oh well
0: that happens when you got mountains hanging out you know
1: well and- it was more ju- more just showing like you know i'm up and and, and yeah well to do my job
0: yeah well that's i was gonna say i got up on time this week i set an alarm and was up on time i mean we started the podcast a little bit late but that's because i had to feel my body but you know i made up for last week all right last week you know that was on me baby that was on me but this week i oh, got it. i
1: wasn't i wasn't ragging on you i was more just saying like, man i'm holding myself
0: know. accountable
1: okay that's what this podcast I, is I, for i, I hold myself love accountable. that about you you know what i mean that's just it's just rare this day and age it's just you don't you don't fucking see that and uh agreed and that's why that's why we're here at episode 66 that's a lot of episodes in a row
0: that is a lot of episodes so what uh why don't we get into what uh, we we're talking about right before we jumped on. oh
1: yeah so i just sent you a little message actually no we we're on the phone and i was reading it to you but um I was like i didn't get it <laughs> wait what you sent me a message <laughs> um it's just random but it was like i thought it was kind of good for america in the sense that uh there was a, there was an article and it was on, I, I'm positive it was CNN. And it said a federal judge who compares an AR-15 to a Swiss army knife overturns California's ban on assault weapons. So I started reading through the article and uh, I was just saying to you that like, yes, I get it. There's probably a giant group of people who have been manipulated by the media to think that you know an assault rifle is just a fucking terrible thing right. um those are the people that also don't realize that when an army could possibly come and overtake you you your family yourself if you have nothing to defend you seems like you're pretty vulnerable and it kind of goes against the uh constitution of the united states of america so to me i was just like i had said to you i was like that's that's like a breath of fresh air there's like still a little bit of hope in terms of you know i'm not like sitting here like saying like i don't even own an ar-15 there's the fact yeah you know it's like well i bet you probably couldn't i mean shit just say, just because they're uh, not banned doesn't mean they you know they're selling them you know what i mean so it's yeah, like exactly, uh, yeah. oh also um i was listening back i am awful i say you know what i mean probably 350 times an episode <laughs> so can we can we can we start trying to fix that how do we fix that you know what I mean? Stop saying it. Stop <laughs> saying it so much.
0: That's how we fix it.
1: Um, the
0: problem is, is you say, you know what I mean? And then you roll right into the next thing. So for me to cut it out, it's like, it's two thoughts that, that don't necessarily line up with each other. It'll sound weird.
1: You know what I mean? No. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Um, so we're going to work on that. And also we're just going to finish what I was just saying. And in, in, in that, that you know it's like all these um, mass shootings that are happening in California and I was like mm-hmm. j- jokingly saying like oh it's about <clears throat> it's about gun you know <laughs> control gun okay. laws um, it, it, it was a breath of fresh air to see that like we still have some Americans and when I say that I mean like dude that's America America was founded on the constitution and yeah. you know the right to bear arms is fucking right up there in the constitution. But I believe it's number two.
0: It is. Yeah. Number two. Yep. Um, yeah. Benny. I, um, I mean, I agree with you. I think, I, listen, I mean, gun control is obviously like a super fucking polarizing uh, issue. And I mean, at the end of the day, you know, when you look at mass shootings and when you look at gun crimes, like, obviously that old adage is like, you know, they're gonna get them from somewhere. And and that's the fucking truth. I mean, if you look at like, the prohibition on drugs, you know, even, you know, not hard drugs, but you know, soft core drugs, so to speak, like, it's never worked. And it never will work. Because like, there's always going to be people who just, you know, will live outside of the lines of law who don't care about accessibility. And it's the same thing with guns. It's like, just because you think you make a gun illegal or guns illegal, or, you know, try and ban them or try and take them from people, like, there's always going to be a way for people to tr- to get their hands on guns. And, you know, in all reality, the AR-15 is just so polarizing because it's been used so frequently in, um, you know, some of these mass shootings, which is ridiculous that... Well, that was the even other even thing. Exists. It's like,
1: remember... Remember that um did I send you the uh basically some some blue check mark on Twitter they put the location of the mass shooting and then the the gun used in the mass yep. shooting and for the past like I don't know twenty mass shootings? I I dude we have hearts, just I wanna throw that out there. You know what I mean? Sure. Aaron and I have hearts, but we also have brains. And when you, when a, um, a graphic is, is put in front of you and it's of 20 mass shootings in the last however many years here in America, and then it's the location of the mass shooting, and then right next to it is AR 15, like what was used. And it, I'm, it, it was just like, do we see a problem here? And it, in, in the, in the, in the immediately, my thought is like, yeah, the problem is the media ma- manipulation of, of fucking, of the general population. There's the fucking problem. It's like, people don't even think like, oh yeah, the AR-15 is the problem. It's like, you know, it's like, how many times has an AR-15 saved someone in a, in a you know, how many times has an AR-15 saved a fucking you know a us soldier that was you know a, a son or son or daughter of of a us citizen that was fucking at war cuz we fucking sent them to war you know and and they're they're alive because you know they had a you know i don't know I, i'm well i I'm think just like,
0: i think there's a point there that like you know the old expression in the media is if if it bleeds it leads you know we as humans have this like innate thing where we are fascinated by the morbid right like like human beings as a whole like tend to gravitate towards
1: you know morbid uh, weird things right like Like, a boxing match or whatever like sure or 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 like you know the the fascination
0: with serial killers like you know like All these, like, you know, all these things that in in what I honestly think it is, and this is my own thought, this is like no research behind it, is that like, human beings are fascinated with things that they know they couldn't do themselves, right? Like, like, I have a fascination with serial killers, because I know I don't have the capacity to actually go about killing someone. So in my brain, it's like, I try and like, think about,
1: understand where these like, yeah, like, how how does somebody,
0: right, exactly. How does somebody snap and get to that point? like you know and, and you know obviously i'll never understand it but so i think with with at least with gun control and the ar15 thing is like the media you know will lead with you know an ar15 was was used in a mass shooting because they know that that's going to get more eyeballs on both sides to it you know it's going to get the people that are pro gun control and anti gun control that are both going to watch it and both get pissed off about it And then it's going to spark this huge debate. And then it's reposts and clicks and shares and blah, 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 blah. And on down the line where if the story goes, an AR-15, you know, a homeowner stopped the home invasion with his AR-15, like people might read that story and then it's over and done with and on to the next thing. And then the people who are anti-gun control will repost it. But the people that are pro-gun control, you won't see. So like you just get more interaction. You get more, um, and this is just looking at it from a business perspective, but like you just get more dollars out of a story if it's something morbid like that because you know more people are going to pay attention to it. And so, like, that's where, I mean, I mean, it's it, not to bring it up, but the coverage of COVID was the same thing. You know, there was never any positive news coming with the coverage of COVID. It was always just the most negative things that they could find about it because it kept eyeballs glued to, it, to the TV. It was part of the best year that fucking mainstream media has had since like, you know, the 60s when people watch it every day.
1: Right. Yeah. Since the fucking moon landing. <laughs> the, who knows if that even fucking happened but uh, <laughs> um but so I was gonna say something like this like okay Aaron you, like okay this is nothing nothing wrong with this but like y- I would say that you're not a gun guy meaning no. like right nothing wrong with that at all okay, I mean I'm not now, against, I, I'm, I'm also not ask.
0: against guns I just like right. I'm to- just no, not no, a gun totally.
1: guy I told no no that's what I, that's nothing wrong with that at all so I just want to ask some random questions to a, okay. a non non-gun guy <clears throat> okay so a standard like ar-15 we'll call it unless you do like modifications to it we're talking it's it's about at least three feet you know two and a half to three feet long okay you know what i mean you could take off like the butt you know the butt sure. stock that goes into your shoulder whatever there's some modifications So, an AR 15, a big old gun, a rifle that has a call it a, you know, a 30 round clip. Yep. Right. You see somebody walking down the street with it. Mm -hmm. Okay. You're probably going to be like, whoa, that guy's got a big gun. And maybe you wouldn't go near him. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, Aaron, what if I said that you could get a Glock? nine millimeter okay another weapon used by all armies you know sure. with a 30 round mag okay that's that could be hidden in your pants Yep. Yeah. it's like what's scarier to you what would be scarier the evil you don't know the evil you know is less scary than the evil you don't know so here we are talking about banning a big old fucking assault weapon right but nobody's saying you know nobody and i'm not like i'm not arguing that we need you know what i mean i'm not sitting here saying we need to get rid of guns i'm just saying you know wouldn't it isn't it a little bit freaky that you can go into texas without an i without an identification without a pistol permit you go walk into bass pro shop you walk over to the glock um magazine section and you pluck a, a 30 round magazine off the wall and you go up to the sales attendant and they say, how are y'all doing today? And you say, I'm doing great. And I just wanted to buy this. They're like, Oh, that's fantastic. Did you have a rewards card you'd like to use? And and you say, uh, no, sir. Or ma'am. And they're like, okay, uh, here you go. That'll be whatever. 29 99. Uh, you have a blessed day and you walk right out. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Oh fuck. I just said, you know what I mean? Um, it's like, <laughs> Uh, an ar-15 is so bad but i can go buy a fucking a a gun that nobody can see with a fucking 30 round magazine and go anywhere anywhere you know what i mean oh fuck god damn it now it's this is gonna be bad because it's like i say it a (laughs) lot it's funny
0: um Well, the quote uh, Ronnie Van Zant in the, the Leonard Skinner song Saturday night special, you know, handguns were made for killing. They ain't no good for nothing else. And like, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think it's, I'm amazed, honestly, two things. I'm amazed it took us 66 episodes to have a good control episode. <laughs> like you would have thought that this would have come up way earlier than this, but uh, B, like, Yeah. I mean, I don't know, Ben, like I, like I said, I'm not a gun guy, you know, myself, um, but I have no problems with guns. I have no problem with people owning guns. Um, You know, I think it's, I just think it's important for people to be able to protect themselves if need be. Um, And, you know, there, there is obviously greater aspects than that, especially things like hunting, you know, like, when it comes to dealing with like feral hogs in, in, you know, Texas and and the Southern United States, which are like a legitimate, like fucking problem, like destroying millions of acres of farmland a year. And like, you know, their, their skin is like elephant skin. Like you need high power rifles to take them down and shit. Like there are applications for these things. It's not just what the picture of them is portrayed as, is like these mass killing machines. Obviously they, they, you know, that's what they are, I guess, but you know they're used, obviously, by our you know our military, and you know there are applications for them outside of that. Um, yeah, I don't and, know, man. And, and,
1: and, I, and I do um, think it's a good thing. I guess,
0: to... Go ahead, go ahead.
1: Oh no! And I was just gonna say though, it's also not like it's like it, we we also don't even know if like the wool is being pulled over our eyes. You know what I mean in terms of. Oh, fuck, dude. I just said it again. I said, you know what I mean? Like really quick though. Um, so
0: at least you're conscious of it. Well,
1: it was bad. I was like kind of embarrassed last week, but um, we don't know if, so just say like, here we are dealing with this like huge gun law debate. Right. Mm-hmm. And and everyone everyone has all these polarizing thoughts and feelings and you have a whole bunch of people bitching at each other like no guns you know we need guns and then you have a group saying like oh guns are terrible you don't need guns when all along the you know what recently was said about you know the Biden administration saying oh yeah we can have guns but every every magazine that you own is going to get taxed right right? so now it's not like you have everybody arguing over gun control when maybe they're not going to take our guns but they're just finding other ways to take our money and i kind of just like thought of that like right now as we've been talking about this and that's the beauty of this it's that you know we can start talking and like Work new ideas out of our, you know, thought process. I guess.
0: Yeah. So I, I do. Well, I do, there's definitely something there. I mean, you know, the government as the government grows exponentially, and feels the need to be more important, you just need more tax dollars, and you've got to find ways to make. You can't just raise taxes on things that have already, you know, that you've already that you already taxed. I mean, you can obviously, but the easiest way to make more money is to find new taxes, new things that you can get tax money from new in, you know, and then you can, if you're, if you're taxing magazines, (coughs) excuse me, you can tax magazines when they get purchased at the store, you can get magazines when they get purchased at the wholesale level, magazines per, you know, uh, uh, at the manufacturing level. And so like you just created three new tiers of taxes that three different levels of people are going to pay. And, you know, Boom, you just created however many tens of millions of dollars a year in, in tax revenue. But um the one thing I was gonna say before you said that was uh, I do think the good thing about the the article where this all this whole conversation spawned from is that like the upholding of the constitution, right? Because like for a while there both administrations, not just not just President Biden, President Trump as well, like it did feel like there was times where like we're kind of pushing the limits of like what technically is not or unconstitutional and like are is this really going to happen like we're just going to start to ignore the constitution of the United States of America and you know thankfully it does seem like there, like that is kind of where the buck has stopped and like people are like upholding the constitution which is you know at the end of the day it does make you feel better to be an American that you know at the end of the day your rights as written in the constitution are being upheld
1: shit man and that i mean that i think that was i i think we had some great valid points in terms of uh fucking rights we did yeah i mean it's we're just we're speaking our uh our thoughts and i mean it's it's a real it's a real debate i mean shit it's one of the biggest going right now and uh like like you just said there it's like what's more important is it like us as American citizens having, you know, our our rights and our freedoms, or is it like, is this, you know, it's like, is this the end of it? And that's when I said to you, I was like, you know, that article is like a breath of fresh air. It's like, there's not, yeah. it, it's not every bat, it, it's not everybody against, you know, the constitution. It's like, Hey, there's still some, some people that are, fucking
0: american oh and and don't and don't get me wrong listen the constitution was written in what 17 oh right yeah so like you know like the there's the bit about quartering foreign soldiers or quartering soldiers like yeah no shit like you know if there's ever a land war in america again like you're not gonna have a fucking squad of army rangers hanging out in your living room like you know there there are bits of it that like you know are outdated and antiquated But at the end of the day, it's not just about what the actual words say explicitly, it's more about what the general idea of, um, or what the ideas were of the time. And, you know, I feel like we live in a time where the government feels they need to protect us more and more and more. And, and, you know, when you're trying to protect somebody, a lot of the times you have to take away things that are quote, unquote, dangerous to them. And, And the reality of it is, is that like, you know, we should be the ones protecting the government. Like we are the ones that you know make up this country. It's not the other way around. Um,
1: right, and you know. it's all—it's all always about money. It's always about money. So and it all comes down to man, which is a great segue into what else that little article I had sent you. Um, Hold on, my mom's call, calling. Let's get her on. Oh, oh shit! Let's get her on.
0: Hey, mom, you're on the Sunday Conversation podcast. What's up? Uh, call me back. Bye, what's going on? I just wanted to know what your plans were for tonight. Oh, okay, all right. I'll call you back when we're done. Hi, everyone. Hi, Penn <laughs> says hi. <laughs> all right, I love you. Bye. Well, you too, bye. <laughs> I think she's doing that on purpose now. Yeah, I think she I, fucking I, knows.
1: She fucking knows. She's got a fucking yeah.
0: Notice uh, how she didn't say uh, anything. She just said, knows, "Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, all
1: right, call me back. All right, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah." Um. Well, oh, um, but yes. what I, the well, shrinkflation. I was just about to say, the the so I'd sent you the uh the article about shrinkflation. And um it was pretty cool. It was it was a it was a mm-hmm. neat article basically just saying that um we as Americans are so gung-ho about brand and price. Yeah. Brand and price. We are obsessed with brand <laughs> and price. Well, Due to the massive, I guess we're just going to call it a shortage in life because it seems like we, we're just short everywhere. Um, like We're short on employees, we're short on materials, we're short on um, brains, we're short on a whole bunch of shit. So um, the article w- was using um, Tillamook. If you've heard of Tillamook, a cheese company, they make ice cream cheese and the ceo was was saying that there's a shortage of of berries or something oh. for the one of their products and instead of raising the price for the original package for their normal package size what they're doing is they're just creating smaller packages yeah. keeping the same price right and what it talks about in the article is that our mentality as Americans is we see the brand and the price and that's it. So we we would be more apt to, to keep purchasing a smaller vessel for the same price than to switch our brand loyalty.
0: Right.
1: So to me, It kind of, it kind of like, um, brings light to like, you know, a situation that I I've like thought about for years and years. And and my one quick example is like a bag of Lay's chips, Mm -hmm. you open it up and there's like a, you know, a quarter of the bag is filled with chips and (laughs) then you have a whole bag full of air. Right. And it's like, maybe, maybe we've just been witnessing shrinkflation and haven't even like noticed like put a word to it yeah. like what's up with these chips why is there fucking nothing in the yeah. bag and well it's like well there you have it it's like how long has this kind of been going on and who's to say it hasn't been going on since you know the 50 you know for forever it, right for for forever but just on a you know yeah um, on a scale that we
0: the the timing of your article was was actually very interesting because i just uh, on tuesday I listened to a podcast about inflation about like, you know, uh, what makes inflation and, and inflation is actually kind of interesting because it's economics are interesting because you have right-wing and left-wing economists that like don't agree with each other. So like economics seems like it would be like, a, like a math and science type deal where like, you know, there really is no room for politics, but apparently there's room for politics and economics. Um, but back to what you were talking about, Yeah, it's, well, we're in a weird time because basically the supply chain, which we've talked about in the past, if you back it up one step, like a lot of these places that have to prepare six, seven months in advance, you know, we're dealing with COVID, whether they had a shortage of employees or, you know, their restrictions didn't allow them to get as much work done as they normally would, or, you know, what have you that are now, you know, pay people are paying the price for now. Um, just to give people an example of something that's, if you're a tequila drinker, tequila is, has already started to, and will continue to take like major price increases over the next probably 12 months or so. And again, this is like a supply chain issue in, in a larger scale. Like, so tequila has to be made from uh, blue Weber agave, um, a specific species of agave and, the agave plants, the piñas that they harvest to make the tequila from, they take seven years to mature. So in reality, if you're a tequila distillery, you have to, you know, plan seven years out for what you're planting to figure out how much agave you're going to need to make, you know, your tequila. Well, tequila is like on fire. It's like one of the hottest categories in spirits right now. The, the, the category as a whole is up double digit percentages. And so obviously none of these tequila distilleries planned ahead Seven years ago, that this was going to happen, and so now what you're going to see is similar is similar but different. Prices are going to go up. Packaging will stay the same. Sizes will stay the same, but pricing will just go up, and that's just a a product of there's just not enough uh, supply to meet demand, Um, and so that's another problem that goes along with inflation and and what we're seeing. But yeah, they're always pulling the wool over eyes. Benny, like companies, it's but it's also the weird. The weird, like, uh, mentality of fucking human beings. Like, just an example from my job, and this is something everybody kind of knows: is that nine ninety nine and ten ninety nine might as well be, you know, twenty dollars apart from each other, and by that I mean like a consumer is significantly more likely to spend nine ninety nine on a bottle of wine than they are ten ninety nine, and it's solely because in their brain. The 10 seems so much bigger than the nine. The one's under 10 bucks. The other's over 10 bucks. Oh, I can't spend that. It's amazing how often you see people not spend that extra buck, even though in the end of the day, it's, an, it's one fucking dollar. And at the rate we're going, the dollar is you know, going to be worthless in three years. So uh, it's just an interesting like, like mental thing that, that people have.
1: Okay. Another perfect example, our good friend, Trevor, his dad one of his favorite models is Walmart's gas model. They always end in a seven. Oh, interesting. Um, and it's got something to do with, it can be up a full 10 more cents, but because you see it, um, sevens
0: less than you, nine.
1: Exactly. So like 77 versus yep. 87 night, if it was 79 versus eight, you know what I mean? You yep. would fuck, you know what I mean? I said it again. Um, I need to get like one, uh, like an elastic band on my wrist, like a really strong snap one yourself. and fucking snap <laughs> myself every time I say it so that I'm just bleeding. And and I'm like, Oh, I'm never going to say, you know what I mean again? Um, but, uh, that, you know, there you have like mentality thing. It's like, uh, yeah. Oh, there's gas for, for $1.99. ninety nine. Right. You know, but it's like two oh oh it's two oh seven right here, and uh you, you don't think that it it would make a big difference, but it, it you know
0: it it's does, just, it's it just really weird, does, man.
1: especially especially when it comes down to it, when you're in in an industry where sense matter so much. Right. And and I and I say that in terms of if if you're buying gas for 40, a buck 40, you know, a gallon yeah. and then selling it, you know, there's a, a, there's a 40 cent tax pretty much right off the top, just that the government puts in, it's actually our road tax, but nobody knows that. So, Interesting. so you go, so just say the government wasn't involved in our gasoline pricing right off the top there it would be 40 cents cheaper. Yep. So they get they get 40 cents on every single gallon of gasoline sold, produced, whatever and then that is in the that's the budget for, like for our 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 roads, our infrastructure right. budget. Yep. But then they also say that um our our budgets for roads comes from the lottery or something, which is also bullshit. Mm. They make they're making basically 95 cents off of every lottery ticket ever like the yeah yeah the retailer gets five cents on on yeah uh, pretty much so it's like all these different things that are like hit you know nobody knows like nobody knows about this shit they don't think like oh they just automatically assume that then that's why we get taxed on our on our you know Uh, paychecks you know like our weekly right you know you know oh yeah that's that's why we have tax like there are taxes taken everywhere like oh dude you tax it's like death it's like it's fucking crazy so um i got i mean i just i literally sort of like lost my original train of thought like what we're what was i originally saying um
0: uh you were talking about uh you know gas prices in general and like what goes into making gas prices i
1: was saying just like how like all like cents matter and it's like when when you legitimately only have the option of like like making x like if you're making like just a few cents like you got to make that money right so it's like that's your margin you gotta you gotta get your margin you gotta you know so it's it's like uh it's just an, another just a, a hidden yeah a hidden cost it's like, well
0: it, you know I, I, listen i've had a few conversations with gas station owners because i'm just that type of guy who talks to random people about random things um and you know that's what they always say is that like they make their money on the things in the store you know the So does the chips the candies all that shit that's where they make their money because they don't make fuck all on gas you know and and so it's a it's a slim profit margin business um but obviously there's money to be made there now it is interesting and then you're talking about taxes i mean you know what's you know the old expression there's only three certainties in life death taxes and whatever other third thing you want to plug in there uh to make it funny um and sacred sand. <laughs> well, well, that's got that, to, dude, so. that, that, just as an aside. That's still <laughs> the funniest Instagram comment I ever got. Like Four years after I post a picture it's well, <laughs> um, but yeah, dude. I mean, you're, we are taxed to fucking death between property taxes on your car, pro, you know, property taxes on your, on your house. If you own a house. Um,
1: Have I ever talked about my truck on here? I don't believe so. Wait, uh, okay, so, maybe. So my meaning my truck when I was registered in Connecticut it was 850 bucks a year.
0: Oh yeah. For property
1: taxes and all that shit. And then when I moved down to Texas and so I got my truck registered down there, it's uh it was a, it's $150 first time and then 74 bucks a year after that. It's crazy. It's crazy. It, you know, it's it's beyond crazy. To the point where it's like, what's the point of owning a new vehicle in Connecticut? Well, and that's
0: none. and so that that's the interesting thing, right? Is that when you you have to look at like state by state economics, and like Connecticut has almost no industry, has no you know major exporting industries, you know, no major products that we produce that like the whole world relies on. You know, it's submarines. Yeah, submarines and insurance, like that's what Connecticut does. Um, and so because of that, like they extract a lot of tax dollars from citizens. And obviously you've got a, a disproportionate amount of like very wealthy people that live in Connecticut uh, comparatively to the rest of the country. But you are um, but you extract a lot of taxes from people in Connecticut, small state, huge budget deficit. You have a government that loves to spend money in Connecticut, terrible infrastructure when it comes to the roads. I mean, you look at, you know, it's we're in what they call construction season right now in Connecticut, where it'll be, you know, almost nonstop road work from May until, you know, uh, November. Um, And so like all that tax dollars, like that's where that all goes. But then when you look at States like Texas, you look at States like Florida um, you look at States like Tennessee, you know, no income tax States, like the reason they can get away with no income tax is because they have industry and they have, you know, taxes in place on other things. Like, and so that's why you get like, your money just goes so much further in those places because you're not being taxed to death because the states are to a degree somewhat self-sufficient where you've got like, not that it's a blue or red thing, but when you've got blue states that also have a ton of social programming, like, you know, that is where your tax dollars are going to, man. I mean, when I, was, when I was working at my, the first distributor I worked for and I was calling on the North end of Hartford you know, I'd be talking to some of these people that own these stores in the North End and like, dude, you'd see it on the 1st and the 15th, there'd be fucking lines outside the fucking liquor store, people waiting to blow their fucking, you know, food stamp money um, at the liquor store. And like, that's where your social programming dollars go. And, and listen, I, I get it that it's a s- systemic thing that's been in place that that kind of holds an entire population of people down. But you know, at the end of the day, can you just really just keep giving money to people for forever for free and and expect anything to change? And,
1: and now it's like, it goes back to what we just talked about last week and the job shortage. Yeah. Aaron, all week long, I've heard nothing, but we are at such a job shortage. We have no employees job, you know, like Yeah, you mean employee shortage, bo- employee shortage. There's, there's That's, no yeah, shortage. There's a jobs. fucking massive There's, there is no shortage of jobs. There's a 100% an employee, um, shortage, but it's like the same thing. It all goes back to the same thing. It's like, Oh, people have now found ways to get money and not work. Well, good on them. You know, you know, like they're using their brain, obviously, you know, and, uh, it's fucked up. We're not those people thank god um, um, but it's like it's you know uh what's the old uh you give someone an inch they take a mile yep it's like
0: that. i had this i have this post saved uh on instagram i may have even sent you this at some I'm, in fact i'm sure i did but it, it i you know i think like a lot of people i like to go back through my saved posts every once in a while just because you know there's always some either some funny shit or some inspirational shit but this one's great it says uh Comfort is a drug. Once you get used to it, it becomes addicting. Give a weak person consistent stimulation, good food, cheap entertainment, and they'll throw their ambitions right out the window. The comfort zone is where dreams go and die. So like, that's, what's happening. I mean, you give these people, you know, free money, you don't force them to work. You give them no, no uh, uh, qualifiers to get the money. What's their incentive? What's their incentive? You know, if you, if you are going to just give people what they need to survive for free, People are going to be like, yeah, that's cool. I'll take that. You know, I fuck with that. I'm, I'm cool with that. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a more, it's a thing where people need to look more inward. And I don't think, you know, here's the thing we're preaching about this. I don't think there's anybody like that, that listens to this podcast. Um, I'd be surprised um, because we've probably personally attacked you like five or six times in the last, I don't know, four episodes. And we're not sorry for it. Um but, you know, it, it's just a human condition, man, where people love to be lazy and love to throw their ambition out the window. And, you know, I'll start tomorrow. I'll start on Monday and then 15 yeah, Mondays like, go by like, in a row, you know?
1: Yeah. Diet starts next week. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, or or, or whatever it yep. is. It's just it's that's uh, the American way, baby. Well, and, and- also the flip side is it, there's you have that much. um more opportunity to go and get what's yours too. Well, sure. Because nobody wants to do it, so it's right. like, well, if you want it, fucking do it.
0: Go get yours. I mean, and that's and that's just it. You know, there's never a perfect time. There's never the perfect situation. It's just about going out and and fucking doing it. You know, just go out and do it. And you know, it's the, that the it, great it,
1: the, the um I I know for a fact I said this, but the great uh Warren Miller quote. It, um, I'm going to kind of botch it a little bit, but I'll, I'll be able to say it's, um, um, it's, uh, if you want to, it's like, if you want to do something in life, just do it because you'll be one, one year older, you know, cause you'll just be one year older next year. Yeah. You know, when you, when you want to do it or meaning it, you know, the time is now. Um, yeah. Actually,
0: Yeah, I, I, well, I mean, I totally agree with that. But I, I, and just to play devil's advocate a little bit, I also think that people need to be a little bit easier on themselves when things like don't go well in terms of like, all right, so I've been, you know, like I've talked about on here, um, you know, I've been eating a pretty consistent diet for most of the year, but you know, of course life happens and I have weeks where I, you know, misstep or don't necessarily eat the cleanest or whatever. And like this past week was kind of like that. And, uh, and I, uh, you know, I was talking to somebody about it and I was like, you know what, like shit, rough week for the diet, but whatever, we'll be back next week. And like, that's the other thing It's like, go easy on yourself. Like, okay, you fucked up. You missed Like, all right, it's not the end of the world. Just pick it back up and keep going. Like, don't, don't kill yourself because you make a mistake or, or miss a day or two. You know, it's, it's all right. You've got, it's about being consistent over time, not consistent every single day or every single hour of every single day.
1: Uh, yeah dude and and the actual uh the actual quote is if you don't do it this year you will be one year older when you do yeah right like you, exactly
0: you, you, you
1: nothing I don't know man it's
0: I also I just think people are scared to start it's always a little bit like intimidating to like go down a new path I mean you know you've you've <laughs> fuck life, yeah dude are you kidding changed me? a million it's like- times over the last 10 years
1: <laughs> right and then it's like there's a perfect example in terms of like my where my psyche is at it's like I, I beat that um I beat the like the thoughts in my mind that were like oh I have to do this and this and yep. it's like you don't got to do anything you are m- meaning like follow your heart follow right. your yeah follow your heart and then next thing you know you know I guess I guess the way you could say it and it's like, I've heard people talk about it, but it's like, you do what you love. And then next thing you know, it's like, you're doing what you love. And then everything that you thought before, like the way, it, like you thought it was supposed to be, yeah. it's like you get by, you know, just perfectly fine. And, the, and the, what I, um, that made zero sense, but I can make it, I can make it uh, better is that I, I left my job in Texas. Like yep. I had a very, very good job, a well-paying yep. job. And I was like, Oh man, if I go do this, like how am I going to get money right. or, or, or whatever? And it's just like, I left. And so I left, got up here and then next thing you know, it was like, I was making the same exact money right. because whatever, it, you know, like not like it, it wasn't, a consistent direct deposit coming sure. to my yeah right bank account every week, but it was, it was the same amount and it was, you know, whatever. And, you know, I also moved to a, it's like the same Texas is, is, you know, no state income tax. Neither yeah. is Wyoming. Um, so, you know, obviously I got helped out there a little bit, but, uh, you know, it just goes to show you, I was nervous about something, but I just did it. And then it was right. It was all was perfectly well. Yep. Um, and, and it's like in that right there is a, is a psychological thing. I, I thought that it wouldn't be right, but then boom, I, I go do something for myself and then boom, it's right back. Like it, it's all there. Sometimes you just got to um, take the leap. You just got to take yeah. the leap.
0: Totally. I think that's probably as good a place as any to wrap up this uh, episode about gun control and, uh, you know, and gas taxes, in- inflation, and economics,
1: inflation, just all the normal shit that we hit on. Finding
0: your path. Don't get stuck in the comfort zone. Typical Sunday conversation. No idea where it's going to go, but
1: it, um, it ends up there. And uh, I do, since it's on my, it's on my head, it's on my head, it's in my head. <laughs> Please please everyone go and read Aaron's descriptions of of the Sunday conversation because they are the best. Um, it's one of the, one of my highlights of, of my week is to is to to read You know, the, I kind of
0: uh, honestly wish you had never said anything because now I feel the pressure before it was just like I just would fucking shoot from the hip and be like, yeah, you know, whatever. I mean, obviously nothing's going to change. I'm just going to continue. No, nothing change. Hip, you're but... going to
1: you're going to be just fine.
0: Um subscribe rate review check out the link to our uh patreon page which is in the link to our wait, the link to which is in our uh bio on instagram at sunday conversation uh shout out ethan gochi uh happy birthday pal tomorrow is well when this airs it'll be his birthday june 6th d-day 1944 ben quick trivia question insert fun game show music now What were the names of the five beaches that the Allies landed on at Normandy?
1: Oh, shit. I was like, my guess would have been, I was going to be like, okay, Normandy was one of them. But (laughs) well, that was five. Uh, No clue, dude. Can you you hit me?
0: Yeah, Gold, Sword, Juneau, Omaha, Utah. The names of the five beaches that the Allies landed on. On D Day. God damn.
1: Hey, I'm I'm, Gold, Juno,
0: Sword, Omaha,
1: Omaha, Utah. Utah.
0: Yep. Yeah. I'll never I'll forget
1: it Oh, uh, I'll definitely forget like two. <laughs> I'll, I'll forget Juno and Sword, but Gold, Omaha, Utah. Those are easy. Yeah, those are easiest. What month I, is your I birthday
0: can't. in? June. Juno, and uh Sword. Yeah, Sword's a hard one a stupid one too. Um, anyways, Benny, great chat, pal.
1: Love you. I love you, bro.